The Housewives of Wales. <laughs> it's not the Housewives of Wales. <laughs> House Witches, yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to The Real House Witches of South Wales. The Real House Witches of South Wales. Yeah, wonderful. So welcome to this uh, new episode on this Sunday, the 11th of April. We are still in Aries season and we are here ready to bring you a new episode. And this topic is all about uh, how to become a witch. So it's basically the beginner's little guidebook and tips and suggestions on what to do if you want to start practicing witchcraft or want to start exploring witchcraft. But first, we must discuss something that has been in the news quite a lot recently, and there's no way you would have missed this. But on Friday, the 9th of April, the Duke of Edinburgh sadly passed away. So I think we should just, you know, remember that, reflect on that, and like, yeah, just sad isn't it Laura? Yes we were just talking about um <laughs> because you work in the news you know you were sort of in work at the time but then you said that it wasn't as stressful as you thought so that's okay. <laughs> yeah so I work um in the news and I work in for a very well-known tv channel one that was very much complained about for changing all their programming to reflect the Duke of Edinburgh. So um, I'm not going to say who they are, but I think you can guess they have no adverts. So yeah, um, so I work for them and um, we had everything kind of prepared, ready to go. And yeah, the day was a very weird day, but um, a day where you kind of could see things from the inside and see how things were done. You know, sad. Oh, who's that? Is that, oh my God, have you got a text? <laughs> I was like, shush, he <laughs> might hear it. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I don't really know how to get out of this sort of transition away from death. But um, oh, I might actually just tell you quickly about my um, when I woke up <laughs> yesterday. It was very weird when I woke up. So I woke up yesterday morning and I was thinking to myself, I had these thoughts in my head and I had this overwhelming feeling of death. And I was thinking to myself, OK, today feels heavy with death energy like the death tarot card I was thinking about I was thinking that somebody I know might pass away I was thinking maybe it's actually my day to pass away because I was I was feeling to myself like oh it feels like a death day sort of thing I didn't really like I'm not saying I'm psychic I'm not saying I um, knew 100% who was going to die or what was going to happen I just had that sort of death feeling and thought of death um, and then obviously the news broke about Duke of Edinburgh and it kind of made sense I was like oh maybe that's what I was kind of receiving or picking up on I was kind of feeling that sort of energy yeah that's in interesting maybe it is connected in like a psychic way but like when you say you had a feeling like what exactly what kind of feeling I just woke up and felt a little bit like heavy not sad not overwhelming grief I just felt a bit like oh mm. weird weird day weird feeling all I was thinking about I was getting like mm. images of death symbolism of death and thinking of death um, more so than I usually do. And I was thinking to myself, okay, well, I just feel like today is like a, a death day. I feel like something is gonna come to an end today or something's going to happen today revolving around death, death of a situation. You know, I didn't really think about it in depth, but I was thinking death. I had the theme of death in my head. And then, yeah, like I say, the news broke and it was like, okay, maybe that's what I was picking up on. Yeah, that's, that's definitely interesting. That probably is like you know something to it and when it happened it must have been the first thing that you thought of that you remembered yeah once I had calmed down <laughs> maybe your witchcraft abilities which we're about to talk about are sort of 
manifesting. <laughs> yeah, so it is a good way to kind of talk about uh, psychic uh, feelings and witchcraft. So I am not a psychic. I do not call myself a psychic, but you can develop psychic abilities and you can also, basically you are born with psychic abilities. So that's why we've talked about this before on our podcast episodes in the past. You know, this is why they say that kids kind of pick up on things like ghosts and spirits and they have these imaginary friends that are not so imaginary because you are born with these abilities to see the other side and to see behind the veil and kind of, you know, see things for how they are, see the other planes and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's interesting. And as you grow up, you're kind of told that that's wrong or that it's imaginary or it's not real and you kind of get rid of those abilities. Yeah. So you can develop these abilities in later life. And a way to do that is things like meditation. Um, so you can kind of meditate and then, you know, find your deities or your spirit guides and um, ask for visions or tips, you know, and I've told you before, Laura, you know, when my cat passed away at the beginning of the year, I was meditating uh, back in December and I got the message clear when I was meditating your cat in January will pass away and it's weird because it's all about intuition and uh, witchcraft focuses a lot on your intuition you bring your intuition into your practice everyone has intuition intuition comes in when you're kind of doing tarot readings or astrology or you know anything really when you your day-to-day life it's interesting in that way because you develop your intuition you know you don't always listen to your intuition you don't always follow your intuition um so your intuition is something that you kind of build upon and that's where you go through in your practice you know you do that through meditation you do that through contacting your guides and your deities and whatever else for me I've definitely noticed a shift in my intuition and in my psychic abilities, if you will. Again, I'm not saying I'm a psychic. I'm never going to claim to be a psychic unless something radical happens. But I definitely think there is a way to kind of tap into that energy that the mediums and the psychics and things do tap into. And you do develop that as you go into your practice. Um, and you, you should be developing that, you know, it, and people go in different stages. It'll come quicker, it'll come slower, you know, and some things will be wrong because things are wrong. The future is not solid. It's not set in stone. You know, it's fluid. You have this sort of thing where you can develop that ability and go from that. And for me, I get these sort of feelings or messages or thoughts or symbols or things like that that I kind of hear and I'm like okay that makes sense but then I'm still develop my, developing my intuition and listening to it so it'll be I'll get to a stage where I'm like okay well that's that but then I don't develop that thought or I don't go down that rabbit hole of the thought to try and find more of an answer and then when it becomes clear I'm like oh I wish I had focused on that a bit more because I'm still in this stage where I'm like oh, okay well I'm having that thought but what does that mean and I'm not getting the message of what that means this episode is all about the beginning path for people who want to experience and practice and just get to know more about witchcraft and so where I'm talking I'm talking from being a bit further down that path you know where I'm where I have been developing I have been learning I have been reaching out and doing that sort of stuff but as a beginner that isn't going to happen straight away and it even if it does happen straight away you might not know what it is straight away and you have to learn with that and go with that and you know everyone has their own path um so I guess this one this episode is for all those people out there who are thinking well I want to become a witch or I want to become more spiritual or I want to even just know more about becoming a witch and what I need to do because it can be so overwhelming I guess we can kind of just go through it and kind of talk about what you should be doing or what you could be doing um because I think the main thing about it is that people tend to think that there should be a rule book and to an extent that's true but the rule book 
isn't set in stone. You can go through your own path and do your own thing with it. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know how you feel about that, Laura, from your perspective, but you know, what do you kind of think about it? So, yeah, I was going to ask you questions anyway. Um, so when you were talking about meditation, that made me think of the first question that I had <laughs> planned for you. So mo modern day witchcraft, like modern witchcraft, would you say like it's all connected to like this like modern interest in other things like spirituality, meditation, like the supernatural, like that, that all counts as modern day witchcraft. Would you say that's basically a summary of it? Yeah, I would. And also like the first thing to say is that if you are thinking, you know, people meditate and they're not a witch. Do you know what I mean? They, they meditate, but they're not meditating to be witchy. They're not meditating to commune with yeah. spirit guides. They're not meditating to commune with deities. They're not meditating to reach their higher self or anything like that, mm -hmm. you know. So anyone who meditates isn't necessarily a witch and they're not necessarily spiritual. Um, people meditate for all sorts of reasons. Um, modern day witchcraft, like you say, is very much taking some of the old. So you get some traditions that have just come from the old, you know, you've got your herbs, you've got things like tarot, you know, all of that sort of stuff, um, the way spells are done, um, cauldrons, you know, that's very much that typical witchcraft sort of thing, wands. So you have these sort of like traditional witchcraft things, but witchcraft is very much this sort of big, broad umbrella of things that you can do and things that you can incorporate, you know, everything has some sort of magic to it and tarot cards, let's, let's mention that. Tarot cards aren't necessarily witchy. They're just a part of witchcraft. Astrology isn't necessarily witchy. It's just a part of witchcraft. You know, you can bring tarot into your witchcraft practice to commune with your deities, to commune with your spirit guides, or to simply get answers on your spell work or answers on what you should be doing. Um, or you could just be doing tarot just to do tarot. Um, and the same with astrology. You can be interested in astrology and have no interest at all in being a witch. But it goes hand in hand in a way because you can focus on what's going on in the sky and where your placements are and use that in your witchcraft so you get better results for your spell work or for your energy healing or for your meditation you know maybe something isn't right for you in the sky at that moment so don't go into that sort of meditation period of trying to contact spirit guides you know because it's just not going to end well because of the way your placements are yeah i i, I hope that kind of answers what you asked well yeah it's like uh yeah i get what you mean it's like a little bit of everything all comes underneath it but also like say if somebody used a Ouija board to like connect you know to the other side like would that count as witchcraft as well technically? Well it depends how you're looking at it I mean I'm sure there'd be plenty of people that say if you are using Ouija boards and are using tarot and any divination technique then you are you know a witch and it's evil and all of that sort of darkness um I wouldn't again I wouldn't necessarily say it's witchy but it does it is a part of witchcraft you know it goes hand in hand with witchcraft because this we'll talk about it a bit more in this episode but there are different types of witches and again you shouldn't be finding a type of witch that you want to be and putting yourself in a box the great thing about witchcraft is you can do a bit of everything or do whatever you want tailor it to yourself but from a very like brief sort of stereotypical way of looking at witchcraft there are types of witches if you will and um, one of those is divination and divination like you say we do divination when we go ghost hunting 
you know, we've used a Ouija board when we go ghost hunting because we're contacting the other side and we use um, we've used a pendulum. But then Ouija boards, pendulums, tarot cards, they're all divination and they're a big part of witchcraft as well, because, you know, people work with the spirit in witchcraft. It's, it's a bit of both, really. It depends how you want to look at it mm-hmm. and how you, how you want to define it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. For the people kind of listening at home, um, you might be thinking, okay, well, I've listened to these people talk about deities and spirit guides and tarot and astrology, but I just want to know where I should start as a witch. What I would say is basically the first thing you want to do is... Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing you want to do is find out about the history of witchcraft. (laughs) You know, you should be focusing on the story that came before you. We very much hear this story of all the women burnt at the stake in Salem. And that happened. But then we should also be learning about the history of the witch trials in the United Kingdom and the witch trials in Europe and men that were killed for witchcraft and women that survived the witchcraft and all of that sort of stuff. So focus on the history of witchcraft, learn about kind of where it started, what people called witchcraft and how it's kind of developed as you read about this or listen to podcasts about this or watch things about this you can start you you will start finding different topics to kind of go and explore so for example people might talk about how Gerald Gardner came along and how Wicca started coming about and how Wiccans as a religion or a practice um, came about and how people started exploring that you might be thinking oh well what's that should I be doing that So then you start researching Wiccans and paganism and Gerald Gardner. The main thing when you're going into witchcraft is research. Read, uh, listen, watch, learn. Education is key with witchcraft. You can't just throw yourself into witchcraft and start doing spell work and summoning all these spirits and thinking everything's going to be okay um, because you need to kind of know what you're doing and why you're doing it and what the consequences are of doing that. Read. That's that's my number one tip with um, starting witchcraft. Find books on witchcraft, on new age, on spirituality, um, on astrology, on tarot, on anything even remotely related to witchcraft, but especially the history of witchcraft, and read that. Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> Once you've done that and you've read the history of that and kind of gone through that, you will want to kind of discover the types of witches. So when we talk about, we need to be careful when we talk about types of witches, because I don't think anybody going into witchcraft should be trying to put themselves into a box. I don't think anybody should be going into witchcraft thinking, I want to be a witch that works outside. So for, for that, I'm a green witch. Um, well, that's great. If you want to do that, go and do that. But explore everything else see what else resonates with you because you might find that there's an interest that you weren't interested in or you didn't know you were interested in um so don't be quick to put yourself into a box but we will talk about types of witches in the sense that um there are different types of things you can incorporate into your practice so um one of them is a cosmic witch so a cosmic witch being somebody who works a lot in their practice with astrology, zodiac signs, horoscopes, and celestial energy. So the sun, the moon, the planets, all of that sort of stuff. If you want to go down the cosmic witch route, then definitely research astrology, definitely research zodiac signs and where your birth chart is and what your planets are and how that affects you. Um, Another thing that you could do is become a divination witch. So again, divination witch, Uh, is very much somebody who very much focuses on things like palmistry and um, crystal ball divination, tarot cards, and, you know, uh, oracle cards, maybe even Ouija boards. Again, I would not recommend you just 
deciding you're interested in that and straight away going and playing around with the Ouija board um, because that is not a good idea. Learn more about it before you even attempt to do anything like that. They're not as scary as everyone makes out in my opinion, but again, you, you are going to that other side and you could be talking to somebody who's not who they say they are. Then you get people who want to be a kitchen witch. So this is literally somebody who loves being in the kitchen, sees the kitchen as the heart of their home and incorporates witchcraft into things like their cooking. So as they're cooking stuff, they're putting their intention into their cooking. And, and we'll talk about intention in a little bit more, but herbs, we'll, we'll bring up herbs in a minute, but herbs is a big part of witchcraft. And obviously you can cook with herbs. Um, so that becomes something you can add herbs into your food you know that sort of stuff but again you should know the properties of each sort of um, herb and make sure that it's safe to uh, eat and all of that sort of stuff a kitchen which will be somebody who kind of enjoys home routines so they might enjoy cleaning their house cleansing it of energy you could do homemade offerings so make your cakes make your biscuits make your breads all of that sort of stuff and offer that to the spirits and um, this is also a good way to kind of bring ancestral work into your practice so if you want to contact the other side and work with your ancestors in your practice this is a great time to cook meals um, for those ancestors and offer that as a meal to the ancestors people tend to do that a lot on things like Samhain there's a lot of protection spells now protection spells isn't just for a kitchen witch protection spells should be for every single witch you should before you do any sort of spell work or go into any sort of divination work or anything which the first thing you should be focusing on is how to protect yourself and how to protect your home and how to protect the people around you let's break this down this is this is episode there's so much to kind of cover and talk about so yeah it's kind of a hard episode to kind of all condense into half an hour maybe it'll be two parts I don't know but we'll we'll see basically before you go into witchcraft it's kind of like when me and you've been ghost hunting Laura you know you kind of you sit down you Put yourself into a space so maybe focus on your breathing focus on the space around you and then you need to cleanse your space so you will cleanse your space by either you can just imagine that you're cleansing your space or um, you can light uh, a lavender stick and cleanse your space by uh, moving it around the room and as you're moving it around the room visualizing that any negative energy is going and any bad energy is leaving you and only good energy is around you um what i like to do then is i like to imagine as i use my hands you you'll feel so stupid the first time you do it but you've just got to do it this is something you should be doing you create a circle for yourself and this is the circle you will sit in and it will be the circle of protection for you um, as you do your spell work or just your witchcraft um so you will create this sort of barrier around yourself. And I like to imagine that as I'm doing that, I can see white, like a white dome going around me. I like to see like above me a white dome and then I'd like to push it out and it kind of fills the whole room. And then I know my room is ready and I can go into the work I need to go into. Um, so you should always kind of ground yourself by, you know, breathing and focusing on that, put the protection around yourself and then you can start, deciding what you want to do protection spells come in all sorts of forms so you could do protection jars where again the herb properties come in so you could be using herbs that are good for protection and then you put that into a jar with your intention maybe a little note that says you want to be protected from any energy that's going to harm you any bad spells any um, ill will that comes your way you write that down add that to the herbs and then you're protected or you know salt salt has a lot of protection qualities so add some salt to your spells or add some salts around you some people add salt to their doorways to kind of stop um, anything that's directed at them or anything that wants to harm them come in their way from the other side. Um, so 
protection is a big thing in witchcraft that you should be focusing on. Next, we go to a green witch. So a green witch is somebody that is very much about nature and is about greenery and plants and, um, you know, the other form of life on this planet. So a green witch is very much into their herbs and how they can use this their herbs for um, spell work or for protection. And they might have herb gardens growing and all of that sort of stuff. Um, they might be focusing on folk magic um, and essential oils, so like aromatherapy and uh, botany they might be focusing on as well. Um, and they tend to be the witches that are outside the most and like to work with the elements and uh, nature around them. Other ones as well then are things like um, hereditary witch, um, so somebody who's kind of been born into witchcraft, you've got traditional witchcraft, so you might not want to do anything like spell jars or divination or, you know, the kind of modern side of things. Um, not that divination is modern, but, you know, you know what I mean with that. The garden witch um, or you get a fairy witch who kind of works with the fae and works with that sort of side of things. You can even get religious witches. So, you you know, you do get Christian witches um, and then you get somebody called the electric witch, which is somebody who kind of takes a bit from everything and uses it in their own practice, things that resonates with them. I can't wait next time I come to your house to just like <laughs> sit down and like have like a practice sort of like ritual <laughs> and like learn more about it. Yeah, well definitely when you next come over we can have some sort of like um like hey let's do some witchcraft. Yeah, we'll have a witchcraft night. Let's definitely do that. Oh my god, totes. Yeah. Another thing that you should research is different types of magic. So I'm <laughs> sure you kind of hear the things like um, black magic and grey magic and white magic. Um, so you should be focusing on the different types yeah. of magic that you can do. Types of spells. So again, you can do the very traditional spells. I would recommend finding a spell book that has been published by another practicing witch um, and going off that and quite kind of tweaking the spells or even just following their spells because they've worked for them. So they should work for you. Types of spells can be you go outside and you look at the moon and you focus on your intent so again intent is a big part of witchcraft what do you want what do you want from this spell what do you want from putting this energy out into the universe you've got to focus on your intention of what you want what you need and how you're going to get it and intent is a big part of witchcraft uh, a very important part of witchcraft so you could just have a spell where you go out to the moon you look at the moon and you say to the moon i want five thousand pound in my bank by the end of the month and you just focus on that and you do everything you can and you put that out there. Again, with spell work, you should be, spell work is basically a manipulation of energy. You are telling the universe, you are telling the world, you are telling whoever's around you, your spirit guides, your deities, you are telling them, this is what I want. This is what I'm putting out there to help me get that. But you've got to take action yourself. You have got to keep working. You can't just do a spell, sit back, and think nothing is going to happen. Sometimes that might happen depending on what it is, but most of the time you should be still working towards that. You are just basically pushing your journey a little bit faster by putting the energy out there. When I talk about spells, you know, I mentioned jars. So you can have a jar. It can be a big jar. It could be a small jar. It could be a little bottle, a little vial. Um, and this is where you put your spell works into it. So for an example, for me, sometimes I will, I don't use jars often, but when I have used a jar, I have wrote on a bay leaf, which is a bay leaf is great for kind of manifesting and putting things into intent and uh, kind of putting your message across. So I will write on a bay leaf money, or I will write on it, this is what I want, or I will write whatever I need, whatever the type of spell is. 
and I will burn that bay leaf and then the ashes from that bay leaf I add to the bottom of my jar. Then I will put some salt in for protection. Then I'll add whichever herb I need. So herbs that attract money or herbs that will attract protection or herbs that will attract love or safety or anything, anything that I'm kind of working on all topics I'm working on or thinking about depends which spell I'm doing. But then you could just be literally writing down a spell or writing down um, a manifestation or writing down something and then you burn that and then you release that out into nature and that's a spell one spell I did was a very traditional one um, and I won't tell you exactly what it was but it involved taking coins focusing on what I needed and using those coins uh, putting the energy into those coins and then releasing those coins to the environment and um it worked. Um, I would recommend when you're first starting to kind of follow spells that are already out there because they're safe and you know they work. But as you become more progressed and you learn more about witchcraft and the types of spells and yourself as a witch, that's when you can start tweaking things and doing things for yourself and seeing what works for you a bit more. The next one that I would say is talismans and sigils. So you should know the difference between a talisman and a sigil. Um, and a talisman is something that you can kind of wear or something you can hold or something you can focus on that you put uh, your intention into and um, that's what you can kind of leave around you or hold with you or carry with you or wear to kind of help with that spell or help with that um, energy or help with what you need so a lot of people kind of make a protection talisman so for example let's say a necklace they will protect a necklace necklace and that that's an again that's another part of their spell work so they will set up their practice like i'm saying where they protected themselves and they've grounded themselves and they've they've done what they needed to do and then they will do a protection spell on their talisman so their necklace for example and when i've done that i tend to take incense you know something that you light and it's got the smoke and incense is great for kind of cleansing your space and um cleansing any jars you're using or any sort of tools you're using in your practice and you basically you take it, you put the smoke around what you need and you say something. You can either say something that's already written or you can say something that comes naturally to you. And you say, I want this necklace or bracelet or ring to serve this purpose. And you put the smoke around it and you might leave that in some salt overnight or you might just put it on a bed of salt for a few minutes or you know, it depends what you want to do, which element you're working with. And then you wear it knowing that that spell is in that talisman. Whereas a sigil is something that you will write down and you kind of cross out any repeated letters. You draw it into a shape and that becomes your sigil. That sigil then can either be drawn onto yourself. So you can literally just trace it on yourself with your finger. You could also just literally draw on yourself with some ink. Some people get their sigils tattooed on them. Other people might um, use water that they have consecrated and uh, put their intention into and then put those sigils on their doors. So if it's protection, for example, um, they will draw that shape on their doors um, so they know that they're protected. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but do you want me just to carry on? Yeah, I was going to ask you something. You kept going. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you any manifestations that you've done have actually worked. And then you briefly mentioned something. But are there like any others? Right. So the one that I mentioned that did come true was a spell. So that wasn't my manifestation. That was just an actual spell. And that one happened for me. That came true. My manifestations, um, some have come true. Um, but we can do a whole episode on manifestations because it's something that you kind of have to 
there's a lot you can talk about with it. You can't just write something down and then think it's going to happen. There's a lot more that comes with manifestation. When I have done a manifestation, some of them haven't happened yet, um, but they have gone out to the universe. But some of them have happened. So, for example, sales. I've reached some sort of goal or something that I wrote will happen and it has happened for me. So sales with my candle business or sales in some way. I think I told you before about one that happened where it was about my job. I think that was actually a spell that I had done and I did a spell yeah. about, um, about my job and it happened. That was quite a while ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that ended up happening for me the next day. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a spell. Yeah. But thinking about it now, it might have been a manifestation, but I feel like it was a spell. And it did happen the next day. Um, so we'll definitely do an episode on manifestation because manifestation is all about you attract what you already have. So we'll talk about it a bit more, but basically manifestation is you're always writing or you're always thinking like you've already got it. Um, whereas spell work is working towards getting it. Um, so yeah, we will we'll focus on that because this is where we all go into putting the energy out and using energy, um, which is a lot to talk about so it looks like it has so far <laughs> yeah and some have and some haven't and some either some things aren't ready to happen yet because again it's gone out to the universe and the universe is like okay well I need to do some work before you get this or it just hasn't worked because something went wrong um so I've, but ones that I can say that have worked for me is like protection spells I know that I've cleansed my house and then did a protection spell and I know that works and I've um put I've put protection energy on necklaces and I know that works um, and that's that's worked for me so it depends you know some things some bigger things won't happen straight away because they're big things and other things will happen straight away because they can happen mm, interesting I'll have to like if I want something I'll just come to you like manifest that for me <laughs> yeah well I can do that that's that's the whole part of um spell work and <laughs> manifestation and things like that so I can do that yet yeah. um and that actually is a good time to bring up that if you do become a witch and you are quite far into your practice and you've learned about these things if somebody when you are doing spell work always get the other person's consent to do that spell work so um you can get a lot of problems if you just do a spell on somebody or, or thinking you're helping somebody but you've done it completely wrong and just made a situation worse so always work with the other person if you want to do a spell for them so you coming to me and saying I want this and you knowing what's happening that would be great but me just saying Laura should have this and then I do that spell I could really fuck up your life <laughs> not not in the most dramatic sense but you know what I mean okay wow interesting okay so then another thing then that I would say to start researching is um deities so you might uh, go into witchcraft not believing in gods and goddesses and that's fine and you still might not believe in them when you get further down the path um and for me I do work with gods and goddesses for me it's not a religious uh kind of sign it's not a religious aspect to them to me I respect them for what they are but I don't see them as the traditional gods and goddesses you know I see them as this much bigger energy and much bigger thing I take any sort of religious aspect away from them um and that works for me but it might not work for you that's fair enough but still it's good to kind of learn about because a lot of people do work with deities so they are the gods and goddesses and people do work with them um and it's just good to know about anyway because you might hear people talk about them and think well who is that and why are they talking about that and how how are they how have they helped them so you should just research them anyway and again people work with deities as a way to enhance what they want and in, uh, a way to enhance their spells so for example for me I 
commune with my deities in the sense that I go into meditation and I ask what I need to know, what I need to do, what's happening. But then I also tell them what I want and I will also call them in to any sort of my practices or any sort of my spell work to say, come see what I'm doing, come watch me do this and then take what I've just put out into the universe and take that to where it needs to go for me to get the desired result. Um, so that's why I work with deities and that's how you work with them and that's how you get to know them so again it's just useful to kind of know about how people work with deities because um it's just worth knowing the next thing then is again spirits so you might want to go into witchcraft and start communing with spirits well you can if you want to um it might be scary to you so research it first know that when you start researching and when you start communing with them make sure you're safe and most of the time you know they're not there to harm you they're everyone's got spirit guides everyone has spirits around them and so they just want to be they want to help where they can and you'll have different spirit guides for different things that you need in your life um so research spirits research how spirits can help you um and if you are scared of it don't go into it scared make sure you feel more confident before you even start attempting to contact spirits you don't have to use a ouija board to contact spirits you can contact spirits through meditation you can contact spirits through your tarot readings and you can just contact spirits just by kind of speaking out and saying who's around me please leave me a sign the next thing you should uh, familiarize yourself with is closed and open religions one thing i will say is do not take anything on tiktok for fact don't see a video on tiktok that tells you one thing is closed do your own research and get your own context before you even take anything on tiktok for or even any social media for um, fact so closed and open practices and religions is quite a big topic in witchcraft at the moment as it should rightly be so earlier on i talked about cleansing and using a um, lavender stick um, of herbs uh, and burning that and then using the smoke from the lavender to cleanse um, you should be careful with what you're using to do that and how you go about doing that because there's a thing called smudging and especially things like white sage and palo santo you should not be using because it comes from a group of people who are being harmed from that um, that you taking that from them is harming them financially and the way they they work and it's what they use they use it in a different way to how we should be using it so um you should really be reading that and seeing how that works for you and not going into anything like that um so familiarize yourself with what could be seen as closed or what is closed and what could be cultural appropriation or anything that kind of you shouldn't be doing because it shouldn't relate to you for example deities there are plenty of deities that you should only work with if you're from a certain cultural background um so familiarize that's why i say familiarize yourself with deities because some things you shouldn't be doing the next thing that you should look at is um again you don't have to do this in an order but these are just things that you should be looking at so what you should be doing is familiarizing yourself with the elements so air, air fire water and spirit focus on how each one can work with you and how each one helps you out grounding so grounding is so important grounding is something yeah. i need to deal with myself as well but grounding is all about um making sure you just kind of basically make sure you are on this plane when you are going into any type of meditation or going into any spirit work 
reminding yourself that you are here and you're safe here, but you can go somewhere knowing you can return. Um, and grounding also helps bring back the balance. Grounding brings back your energy to where it needs to be. Grounding, you know, after a particular spell or going somewhere else, um, you should always be grounding yourself. Ways to ground yourself is to visualize or to tell yourself what you can feel, what you can see, what you can hear, what you can smell, what you can taste. Or it could also be things such as um, having some sort of light snack around you. So something like crackers or biscuits you know once you kind of come down you can eat that and that helps with the grounding and a simple thing of grounding is going outside with bare feet sit and literally walking on the ground because then you are reminding yourself that you are back here and this is where you are right now and it brings your energy back um the when you talk about spell work this is why you should know grounding because when you're raising the energy that you were bringing into your spell work and bringing in all of that sort of good energy that you need and what you need to kind of put your spell out there into the universe. Um, you need to return that. You can't hold that energy. You need to use it for what you need it for, send it out to the universe and then give that energy back. So for me, part of my grounding thing is I've done my spell work and then I visualize, put one hand down with my palm face into the ground, one hand up with my palm facing up and I release the energy that I've got. So I, 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 feel um i visualize myself pushing the energy back out and returning it to where it came from um whereas before that what i do is i will um when i'm starting my practice i will bring that in by putting my hand up putting my hand down and focus it bringing it into in myself um so that's how i do it there's lots to learn about lots to take in um but it's a good way to kind of just have these topics in mind so you can go off and you can research them yourself that's the main thing you will it's very rare that you will find somebody in a podcast or on tiktok or on youtube and um, that will give you the full answers and um, this is why books exist this is why you should be going out and reading or audiobooks or anything like that because you're taking it from somebody who has researched it and put it all together um so yeah i kind of hope that that's kind of helped with uh, anybody who's thinking about getting into witchcraft i think it probably has yeah um you you're going to be doing your own uh crystals as well aren't you am i right you're going to be selling crystals or you're thinking of doing it might be a good time to sort of you know promote that <laughs> i already sell crystals so yeah thanks laura so if anybody wants to buy crystals uh you can find my shop on etsy so star candles co s-t-a-r-r-e candles co um and you will find a selection of crystals and candles and um, with more crystals coming soon and more candles coming soon as we go into the spring summer months um i will be bringing out zodiac candles soon oh yes love that yeah just bring out a whole zodiac range of like everything so um laura i hope that was a nice episode for you i know really i kind of talked a lot but um i hope you've kind of picked up on stuff too yeah well you know i mean i haven't got a lot to say because i don't really um practice the whole thing i just learn about it so yeah it was going to be we knew it was going to be mostly from you anyway <laughs> yeah yeah no definitely and then um, do you have any questions before we kind of wrap the episode up um, the questions I had, um, pretty much I gave sort of as we went along. So I think you already 
answered them really fantastic well i'm glad i could help um so thank you everybody for listening to <laughs> those who are thinking about getting into witchcraft i hope this has helped you and i hope you kind of have some topics that you can go off with and explore for yourself um as always uh, we are both here learning with you and growing from that so we don't claim to be um experts and we don't claim to know everything so some things might not have made complete sense this is why you should go off and read about it and form your own opinions mainly and also just um, discover what works for you and uh, learn about other people's practice um, so I will just say thanks for listening I hope to help and we will see you next week yeah thank you guys love ya bye <laughs> bye bye